0: what's poppin everybody how y'all doing thanks for tuning in to the 20th episode of the swamp life podcast with yours truly the one and only gold chain gator big gator don cayman gator love all right i don't feel like going down my whole list of aliases today um you know i low-key wasn't sure if i was gonna record today uh my i have my wisdom teeth growing in i just came back from the dentist. And I was supposed to record yesterday, you know, like I normally do every Tuesday and release it, but I've just experienced, like, extreme discomfort. It was more discomfort than it actually was pain. It was painful, but the discomfort was what was more of the thing that was bothering me because I couldn't eat, and I went all day without eating, and I was pissed off for the whole day. It was just, it was just a long, shitty day, and... Yeah, so I went to the dentist today and apparently I have one of my uh, wisdom teeth on the left side is pushing into one of my teeth. So um, that's what my pain and discomfort is coming from on my left side. And it's still like even in talking right now, I don't know if I'm even going to go through a full I'm going to you know make it as seem as full of an episode as possible but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to just give you a long one like I normally try to but one of the things I did want to talk about you know since I did have wisdom or since I was discussing wisdom is Sabrina Claudio you know it's kind of old now and I just wanted to before I talked like it happened literally right after I did the recording for my podcast, like, it came out that she had a page when she was younger hating black women and just bashing black people in general, and I wanted to re-record immediately because I had a few takes that I wanted to, you know, just fire off, but, you know, I think it's more interesting watching everyone else's take on the subject, you know, because it's so crazy what people allow you to get away with if they like you you know like everyone's heard that sentence before you know or a variation of that statement before but honestly it's genuinely crazy the things she was saying about black women black people in general and she's still being supported by people like, the the amount of hatred that, like, it's past just, like, the jokes and things that she, were re, she was retweeting and tweeting and stuff, that's past just, you know, naive racism, like, people who don't really understand the severity of the words that they're actually saying, and just being dumb, you know, not being raised around enough black people to realize that shit could get, the, that could get the shit beat out of you, you know, or not even that, you know, that. That's just not okay to say. Like, if the terms were reversed, you wouldn't want to be in that same situation. You know, it's like literally just that simple. And, you know, I'd seen... There was a lot of outrage aimed and directed at her. But it wasn't... I don't... Like, I'm I'm using another person, for example. Chris Brown receives the utmost hate for his domestic violence allegations and cases and everything, as he should, you feel me? It's never okay to hit a woman or anything like that. But, in a similar instance, people still fuck with Chris Brown because he's extremely talented and they love his music. So people still listen to his music whenever he drops shit. But, there are... There's a vast number of people that drew a line in the sand... And said i do not fuck with chris brown anymore after the whole rihanna thing and after the whole karuchi situation after he, you know displayed how much of a stalker he really is and shit like that you know what i mean and then the only correlation i'm trying to tie is at what point do people draw a line in the sand and say damn like we can't push this like we can't support and push this kind of people you know what i mean like that level of racism and hatred for a race I don't feel like just disappears it doesn't just like evaporate over time you know like if you're tweeting and saying those kinds of things, I feel like that's something that's deeply rooted in your core values and foundations like that's the way you really feel about black women and black people but the craziest part about that is her whole style is mimicked off of a black woman and her whole image and persona the music she makes is all influenced by black women the whole genre of music that she's in so it's just like mind-boggling like how do people hate a race let's make it even bigger than her there's so many white people or I won't even make it just white people there's so many cultures that degrade black people and make it seem like black people are at the lowest of the totem pole, but they steal so much culture and influence from black people. It it just, that part doesn't make sense to me personally. And, you know, while I'm on black women, I might as well discuss probably the most influential black woman of our time currently, Beyonce and, you know, Baychella. I didn't really watch the performance. I just seen a few clips and she brought the blackest shit ever to that performance and I I love every part of it, honestly. Just from the step show to the them her screaming suck on my balls just the just the proud blackness and the black panther just ah she was just echoing and reeking of black excellence. Just it was crazy, though, because there was a clip that I found. And it's uh, the part I just described where she's uh, doing the, the suck on my balls chant and that step part. There's a few boos in the crowd. There's like a few like you can hear a few loud boos and I'm not sure if, you know, people were just being sensitive everyone understands the climate we live in about women doing certain things and men trying to control their actions so it was men booing for the most but you can hear the bass in the voice of the booing so it was mostly men booing so I'm interested in what approach these niggas were trying to take like you're booing because she's saying suck on my balls are you booing because it's Beyonce how the fuck do you feel like it's okay to boo the queen for one like I wouldn't even, I don't know, I, I just wouldn't feel, I don't feel like that's okay, for one, I I definitely don't feel like it's okay to attack Beyonce on Twitter, or anything like that, the beehive is shit, I seen somebody tweet something negative, and her comments were, spe- she wasn't even famous, bruh, she only had, she literally had like 3,000 followers, and I don't know. I don't even remember the tweet. I just remember the following actions afterwards. They fucking lit her up. So, you know, I don't even got nothing bad to say. I've always been in love with Beyonce, actually. So I I don't have anything bad to say anyway. But I've probably been in love with Beyonce since I was maybe like 14. Not even 14. I was hella thinking backwards. I was thinking, I meant to say nine, but I was thinking ninth grade. But it's definitely been since like I was nine i don't know if george listens to this podcast at all or like natalie howell or anybody like that but we used to be cool in elementary school so they would probably remember that i fucking loved beyonce back in the day dude like i would have married her when i was a kid that's so that's so weird to remember and think about now i'd still marry her and you know don't get it twisted you feel me that's not aside from that but i would like go hard for beyonce like that's my girl (laughs) that's funny Um, but one of the things, uh, someone pointed out in her performance as well is that she changed her nails and I was hella confused on that. And then my ex told me that there's a thing called press on nails and it only takes a few seconds and she could switch up her whole shit and damn, that's a game changer. That might not even be something new, actually, but I just found out about it, so I feel like that's a game-changer, whenever it was introduced. Whoever made the press on nails, I feel like they need to be a billionaire, because, like I said, it's a fucking game-changer. Staying on some of the most influential people in the game, Drake announced that he's dropping his album, and it's called Scorpion. Um, I'm here for all of it. I definitely think this one's going to be fire. I think this might be the classic album that people have been wanting from Drake. Because I think that's... The only criticism on Drake is that he doesn't have, like, a Blueprint album. Or, you know, just that album. I mean, everyone knows Drake for Take Care and everything, but... I feel like if you watched Everyday Struggle and when they even... If you look about it, when they discussed it on that show, the backlash it got when Joe said it wasn't a classic wasn't like the backlash he got from when he said My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy wasn't a classic. Because that's considered Kanye's best album, and Off tops, that's just the consensus for that album is a classic. But I feel like the consensus for Take Care... For Drake fans is that it's a classic, but the consensus overall isn't necessarily that Take Care was a classic, although, like I said, I do feel like that's his trademark album, and that's the music everybody thinks of when they think of Drake, you know what I mean? But, when Drake announced that he was dropping Scorpion, J. Cole tweeted, I guess it's time, and then he deleted it. Then he had um, like a first-come, 1st first serve show where they weren't having no cameras, no phones, or anything like that. And then he announced his album, at a K.O.D. is dropping on 420. So that's this Friday. I didn't even fucking realize that until I just said it was on 420. Goddamn. J. Cole's dropping. Kanye has to be dropping soon. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. And we got Drake in July. Oh my goodness. Like, this whole summer playlist is about to be ridiculous. Like, this year of music might even be better than last year's year of music. And people were saying last year's year of music was one of the greatest years of music in a long time. But think about it. If Kanye West drops, Drake drops. Who did I just say? J. Cole drops. Shit. And I'm... This has to be one of Kanye's better albums, too. If you think about it. He locked himself away in the, in the woods in Wisconsin. People are saying this is old Ye. He's making his own beats again from scratch? Nigga. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. This going to be one of them ones for Drake, for sure. For Kanye, I think. And, nigga, honestly, I think this is going to be one of them ones for J. Cole, too. I think Cole's about to be coming at niggas next. Like... On every fucking song, I think J Cole's finna be coming at niggas next, because it's crazy. I love um, J Cole's last album. I love Jake both of J Cole's albums, but I didn't really see it or understand the—I don't want to call it hate, but the distaste for J Cole until like maybe like six months ago. And there's a real core of people who think he's trash like just flat out trash like not a good rapper he's boring he picks bad beats just all like there's a real line of people that feel this way and like that's fucking like that's like blasphemous to me in all honesty like that's i don't even like i don't have a response or i don't even i can't wrap my head around that kind of shit especially when he's rapping about the topics that he's rapping about and how relatable that shit is maybe it's just because i'm a black man but there's no way you like i can understand you not liking him or maybe his music isn't for you but there is no way i feel like a person can call his music trash that just doesn't make sense to me personally I actually feel hella stupid because Drake's biggest criticism is that he doesn't write his own lyrics but that's in a that's not necessarily provable so I mean the reference strikes I guess kind of aid that in a way so yeah we'll leave it we'll leave that one alone and just say his biggest uh you know attack on his career other than that was the classic album like I said the biggest thing keeping him from being like one of the best artists of all time is having a classic album I'll say or not the biggest album biggest artist of all time the best artist of all time I would say is having a classic album as opposed to ghost writing and not writing all of his lyrics because you could say he sings and he's not just a rapper so in that aspect There's tons of R&B artists who don't write their own lyrics. And I would use that if I was on Drake's team in an argument. But I'm not on Drake's team. We're not doing that. But I was talking about Kanye, and that got me to think about... You know, last week I talked about the whole Tristan Thompson thing. And this week, Chloe had her baby. Congrats to you and him and all that good stuff. Whatever. There was a report that Kanye wanted to smoke with Tristan Thompson... Like, I just want that to—I want y'all to hear it and just let it sink in and realize that it's not a joke at all. Five foot seven, Kanye West wanted to fight six nine, Tristan Thompson. I don't even—you know—I don't even get it. Apparently. Apparently Kim spit at him when he got at the ho- when he arrived at the hospital. Like my nigga. Again, Angelise was talking to me about this and she just said it in such a casual manner to where like it was okay for Kim to spit at this nigga. Like I I really need Way more. I need a lot of other people's opinions on this because I personally feel like spitting on someone is the most disrespectful thing you can do. Like by far, spitting on somebody is one of my nigga. You could low key kill someone for spitting on you. Like I'm, I'm letting anybody who listens to this know right now. I'm a very laid back and chill person. I don't even be going out my way to start conflicts or anything like that. But if a nigga was to spit on me, I'm fucking jumping out the fucking window. Like, there is no way in hell it is okay for her to spit on him. If it may have been okay for Chloe to spit on him, like, that's fine. You just, you know what I mean? Video came out of you giving a bitch back shots. You can't determine how she reacts based on your action. You know what I mean? You don't get to determine the consequence. So, I'll kind of excuse it if Chloe spit on him, but if Kim spit on him, if I was Tristan, Kanye gonna have to get these hands, like on me, cause like you can't choke slam Kim. You know what I mean? My initial reaction might have been to choke Sam Kim, but. You can't do that. So, next best thing, Kanye gonna have to get this smoke. And I mean, all of this smoke. Like, I don't... I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was just the way I was... I don't even know. I'm trying to think of why I find this so disrespectful. Like, I don't. I don't think... I've never been spit on. You know what I mean? I've never, like, spit on a person. I've seen someone get spit on before, but... Yeah, they didn't jump out the window. Like, I... I've had... I've seen someone... I can recall this now. The, like, most... Disrespectful time I've seen somebody get spit on was my freshman year of high school. And this nigga spit out his... Whole mouthful of milk on the nigga's face. And... And nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. There was no consequences. There was no... Smoke. There was nothing. Like... I would have slapped the dog fuck out of him with my, my lunch tray. Like, there's no way, like, I'm not even going to keep, stay on this for too long. I feel like I've stayed on this long enough, but man, I like, if anyone listens to this, please like tweet me, DM me or whatever. Let me know how you feel about being spit on and just, or spitting on someone. Have you spit on someone? What caused you to spit on them? Like, I really want to know this. Be- how is that the very first thought that pops into your brain? Because... Like a nigga, that is so disrespectful. Like that is so fucking disrespectful. Just to the utmost degree. It. Ooh, but apparently she named her baby True. Um, and you know. I don't. There's too many jokes to be made there. Her, <laughs> she named her baby True Thompson. I I commend her for giving her the baby the last name, that's dope. I think Kim gave the baby the last name too, so actually never mind. I mean that's I feel like that's what you're supposed to do give the kid's last name or the dad's last name to the child. But you know, they're famous, so I didn't know how that was gonna work out. And yeah, like I said, man, there's too many jokes to be. I'm not I'm not gonna pick on a baby's name or anything like that. But let me just say. If you type in her name on Twitter, these niggas don't care. God damn, Twitter is so ruthless, man. As soon as it happened, the whole situation, niggas are ruthless. Jeez Louise. You know, I really like when a story is dug into and the facts are pulled out as opposed to when something gets released or some controversy comes out they just there's outrage and people protest or whatever for the first couple days and then you know that's just kind of it and then it goes away the story goes away nothing really happens but because then i can't you know give a detailed analysis and then give a an in-depth response you know so one of the things i was thinking about was the Starbucks case that happened And, you know, those two black men were in Starbucks and then they got arrested and asked to leave. And then they got released later on in the night and everything, but it was literally for no cause other than them being black men and everything like that, just in the Starbucks. And, you know, I think it's crazy that in 2018, a situation like that can happen. And there's people who literally justify it and say things like it's a private business and anyone who owns a business knows that when you own a private place you are allowed to ask any customer to leave if they're violating your rules or anything like that or if not if you just don't want to serve them you have the right to do that and it's I it's i don't have any other word for it it's literally just crazy to me that There were really people who responded and felt this way when these men did nothing when it's clearly obvious that they were asked to leave and not and I keep saying they were asked to leave because that was one of the reports that came out that was the initial report that came out that they were asked to leave they didn't leave and that's how they ended up arrested but like I said I like when things are When people go into depth with the stories and the facts are actually pulled out, they weren't asked to leave and the cops were just called immediately and took them to leave. How is it that two black men just wait, like waiting, relaxing in a Starbucks are forcibly removed just for waiting for their friend? Like, I don't, I don't understand the justification behind that there is no just there's nothing that they can say to justify that even if they didn't buy anything man, think about how crazy that is i've been in a starbucks waiting for a friend before not to buy anything literally just to wait for my friend because starbucks is a a nice atmosphere to where you can sit down and not really be bothered by anybody people are chilling in starbucks doing their own shit and to think that these issues always hit me a little more to my core when it happens to a black man and things like that simply because i am another i'm a black man and in the eyes of some people i'm just another black man so knowing that i'm viewed like that to some people fucking that bothers the shit out of me sometimes you know but like i said i don't want to get off topic seeing these things happen is just like what do, is there anything like we can do to how do we move forward from things like this like this is a deeply rooted issue like i feel like this isn't just a, a starbucks issue this isn't just an issue that's happening in a, in that specific corporation and everyone who's gonna listen to this knows that everyone who watched the outfold from all these issues knows that it's way bigger than just Starbucks. So that leads me to why are people. Why do people feel like boycotting Starbucks and protesting Starbucks is the answer? As opposed to. Not. A, or that could be the answer, but as opposed to pushing a black business up to the top of the food chain, if that's what you guys want to do. You know? It. i'm just tired of so much pessimism in the world like and just the approach that i'm taking in life is just i'm trying to be more optimistic and just loving and positive i've said that on the podcast before it's actually effective man and like you really have better days and just live a better life when you're not focused on negativity and just hatred and shit like that and I don't want anyone to get this confused so let me clarify in what I'm saying I don't think that black people and people of color are wrong for protesting and letting Starbucks know that their actions aren't okay I'm simply saying yeah let them know that their actions aren't okay but in two weeks don't go back to Starbucks and then just act like shit's cool like everyone's going to do if we're going to be outraged and disappointed in all those terms for Starbucks, then let's really follow through with this action. Like there is a black owned coffee shop or a coffee company who has an infrastructure and just needs the capital and support to go and be as big as Starbucks somewhere in the, in the United States. I guarantee it. So instead of using all this energy and time to, dismantle starbucks let's use all this energy and time to build up daquan's coffee you know like or whatever that's that's my take on that like we if fuck this is i just feel like it's that simple and then people will really see the value in dismantling the racial bias that is against black people if we really speak with our dollars instead of just speaking with our dollars for a couple of weeks or however long. It's always temporary. The outrage, the protests, everything is always temporary. I'm looking for niggas to follow through with the actions that they say that they're going to follow through with. And, you know, I think that's all I got this week on the pod my mouth is starting to feel uncomfortable. I've been rambling too long. I appreciate everybody who listens to this like I said. This is the 20th episode of the Swamp Life podcast. Um I'm finally I think I'm getting more direction and realizing more and more where I want to take the podcast. Um so there should be there will be a few tweaks and transitions along the the next couple weeks that I might be making. Um I'm not sure if I'm starting with that next week or the week after, but you know, just stick with me. It's still going to be original and authentic and the saucy content that I try to provide each and every week. But everyone looks to evolve and grow, so I might add some changes. And uh but yeah, like I said, man, that's all I got this week. Um if any of you guys have wisdom teeth remedies for wisdom, home wisdom tooth, like pain remedies, let me know. Or just uncomfortable wisdom teeth remedies that you know of at home that can be assistive in this process. Tweet me. My shit's I am Gator. Let me know. On Instagram, I'm I am Gator as well. um But yeah, man, that's all I got. You guys have a good one. Thanks for tuning into the Swamp Life.